Dramatic Analysis of Jaws, recorded June 12, 2018, led by Chris Huntley. Tonight we're going to be discussing Jaws, the 1975 thriller from Spielberg. And let's start off by identifying the four through lines. So what is the overall story? What's the big picture? What's going on in the big picture? Just a one line. Shark. <laughs> Shark threatens Look the tourist out. season for Amity Island. Amity Island. So, Amity film. between being the charterer and the captain and versus the captain and being a mate. That's overalls. Wait. The captain is being a mate. Right. When when Quint allows when Quint when Brody No, I I understand what those two mean. I don't understand you said versus a captain and a mate. Right. So there's a tension as to who is in who's on top. Basically, for for between Quint and between Quint and Brody. Okay, okay. I thought wasn't sure because you said as opposed to. I wasn't sure if you were talking about about uh, Brody and Hooper. That's why I was unclear about the sort of switch of position. Yeah, the best I can kind of come up with is teammates. Teammates. Okay. Um, it's really. Well, let's just sort of put, and is that applicable to both? Yeah, because, I mean, they seem to be the only three who have a rational approach to dealing with the problem. So they're shark hunters. Shark hunters, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, even though that's part of the overall story, but they themselves, as opposed to everybody else on the island who is hunting sharks, they they are shark hunters. Right. Okay. And obviously there's the neophytes and there are the professionals. Right. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, that's better. And uh, right. Cooper and Quint represent 
two different kinds of professionals. Right. Right. Whereas Hooper is the neophyte. So he's, he's the newbie, and that's great for us as main character, as, as, as the main character for us because we don't know anything about that. You mean we're Brody? Brody's the neophyte. Yeah, yeah. Brody's the main character, so that's great. So it's worth, he's the neophyte, we're the neophytes, so. So it's sort of the. Aren't Hooper and Clint the same because they both have scars? And they both know how to rock the boat. I mean, you know, all this is their relationship. So you've got the. This is the main character, the person that sits with us on. Is that kind of right, Chris? What? Because Clint and Hooper both have scars. Well, there's certainly the. Who's bigger or who has more scars? Well, like, compared to Brody, who's got nothing. Right. Yeah. right. So, and yeah, that's, that's what I said. They are both professionals. Yeah, like, I love the Well, they're professionals. They're, they, this is what they do. Right. They have different specialties, but this is what they do. So when he kills So the nature of what an influence character does, or an obstacle character, which you may have heard from Mike, um, the influence character challenges the main character's view of the world, especially with regards to the main character's personal issue. And um, little jumping ahead for one second, for Chief Brody, what is his personal issue? Well, he's a fulfiller. Fear of the ocean. Yeah, fear of water. I mean, well, right? Not drinking water. Yes. No, but fear, well, yeah. fear, fear <laughs> of drowning or fear, but he doesn't actually go into exactly what about it he's afraid of. But he's has some. He doesn't go into the water. Right. Um, and how and what is how do we know how does he voice that? What what is there's a line that basically encapsulates it that that he says about his condition. He says, oh, he says that he dismisses it. He says the bad hat Harry, I think. Well, that's, no, no, no. This is actually in regard with to his I'm not drunk to enough wife. to get on a boat on the water. Um, and oh, that's all in the passion? No. Remember, it seems ironic that he's a sheriff on an island. Mm -hmm. right. And he says, oh, it's, it's only an island if you look at it from the water. It's only an island if you look at it from the water. Right, so that's his way of dealing with it is is that he look, doesn't look at it from the water perspective. He looks at it. I'm on land. What's the problem? Right. So that's that's how he copes. Is that he has a uses a frame of reference that allows him to handle his personal issue, which is this fear of water. Um, which will, the reason I bring it up now is that. These two folks, Hooper and Quint, definitely challenge him through the course of the story on sort of re whether or not he, this is an accurate way of looking at the world. You know, is it is it safe to look at the world by pretending that water really isn't there or isn't a an important part of being on an island? Um, so we're going to change. Gears now, and just look at Chief Brody. So, in looking at his personal issues, which has to do with his sort of fear of water, and is he a changed character or a steadfast character? That means 
compared to where he is at the beginning of the story, by the end of the story, is he fundamentally the same, has same worldview, or is it significantly changed? So that's the difference between a steadfast character and a changed character. And if, yeah, so. I think he changed a lot. Like, I mean, he flipped from like being totally afraid of the water to like just like mastering killing a shark. Okay. In and above the water. Is it everybody? And and then he said his last line is, "I used to be afraid of water." I used water. to be afraid of right. water. I used yes. To. He tells us. Right. That was sort of the proof of the change, but okay. the action also. He's swimming. Right. Well, and, and, and throughout, you see that at the start, he won't even go in the water to rescue his own children or the other family exactly. when, the sh when the shark first attacked. Um, and then you see that when he gets on the, the boat with Quint shortly thereafter, he has a life jacket. Then throughout the time, he gets rid of the life jacket. And after the shark is sinking the boat, he still doesn't put a life jacket on. So he's re resigned or changed to accepting the water. So everybody okay with that? Yeah. Yes. There's a very distinct moment when he takes the takes it off because it becomes more of an inhibitor to his ability to act. Yeah. All right. So he is a steadfast character. No, no, no. Just, just testing. <laughs> if you're listening, um, main character approach: doer or beer. So is his preference to when he has a personal issue, does he do something about it, or does he prefer to change himself to adapt to his environment? Personal issue, that's it. Huh? Personal issue. Yeah, for the personal issue. Now, there are not a whole lot of personal moments, but there are some. There are some. So, I would say, the couple times he does go in the water, there's the line where he says, I'm not drunk enough to get in the boat, indicating he'd like to be drunk. He dresses himself in the in the rubbers to get on the boat. Does, everyone else is just wearing island clothes, right? When they get on the and he's gotten the gear on. So I'm not sure what. So I think that makes him a beer. He's changing okay. himself to, to deal with the water. Okay. And with regards to other issues that are personal to him throughout the story, um, he tends to absorb things. Mrs. Kittner. Uh, the, the mother of the child that first got killed slaps him up in the face and he just absorbs it. Um, when the, they are having their meeting the next day in the city hall and the mayor puts him in his place and tells him to get behind the desk instead of in front of the desk, he just does it. When the mayor changes the, uh, uh, or he just absorbs it, um, he doesn't fight it or do anything. Um, when the, uh, Think about things that are even more personal. Those are good examples, yeah. but think of things that are, the Kittner one's a, a good one. What about interaction with his wife? Which really only happens in the first two, first half of the movie. Remember, they give the, their son the, the, the boat? Oh, yeah, and yeah. so he yeah. tell, you know, yells at the son to get out. And his, and his wife, you know, oh, what are you doing? Is this, a, you know, the wife? And so he just sort of, okay, shuts himself off, and I'm not going to worry about that. I'll deal with it personally. Whereas, when she sees it, she's like, get down, you know, you can imagine her going down there if he didn't get out of there, you know, he's definitely, that dynamic in the house, she's the one who seems to be more of the, the doer than him. It would also be that he drinks that huge glass of wine, 
Right. Yeah, again, trying to change himself to adapt to his environment. Okay. But like at the beginning, I feel like you know he was uh, like gonna get a bunch of signs to go tell everyone. He he was really active about doing stuff, and then quickly he became just like the beer. Right. Right. But that's an overall story where he's getting signs. Well, right. As the chief of police, oh, okay. you see him doing. To, oh, okay. to, to, you know, as, as the protagonist to save people's lives, yeah, he's doing things. That's what I said. That's why this question is a, it's a, it's a main character issue, and it's a preference. Okay. The story may require him to behave differently, but as a preference, that's where okay. he goes to first. Okay. I have a question about a particular scene. Um, when, right before the shark shows up, when, when Brody is throwing Chum out, um, right before that, the, the captain says uh, that basically he wants Brody to throw the chum out, and Brody grumbles and says, well, I can drive slowly, uh, like Cooper instead. With that grumbling, but not really doing yes, anything. Yes, that's exactly, that is exactly yeah, that's what it. I okay. Yeah, I mean, he's still throwing it out. Yeah. So like, okay, I, I'm, I'm just taking it in. I don't like it, but I've got to just sort of work, it, work it. through it, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Can you ever have, like, it's, it's kind of like change and beer is to steadfast endure, you know what I mean? Like, can you ever mix those up? Is they can be good? any combination of these questions, any combination works. But how would that, what kind of example would that be? Because if someone is a steadfast person, uh-huh. then aren't they inherently, like, steadfast in their personal decisions, thereby they're going to just do things about them? Or oh, no, no, because... Um, Here's a uh, well. Here's an example of what a really strong beer can be like. Um, have, have you seen Devil Wears Prada? Mm-hmm. When Anne Hathaway comes in, uh, Anne Hathaway is at the uh, 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 the desk, and um, uh, what's the character's name? Her boss. Uh, oh, uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, Meryl Streep's character. I can't um, remember. Um, the devil. You work with her. Yeah. Anyway, she calls her in because she's wearing this really just unflattering outfit, mm-hmm. and she comes in and she just kind of looks at her. Says, "That's all." I mean, you know, she didn't have to do anything, but completely changed Anne Hathaway's feeling about what she was wearing. I mean, and that's that's how when you have a really assertive beer. That's what that can be like. So you can have someone who's steadfast or change, because that's a steadfast or change is something that really talks about the entire arc of their personal journey, not the big picture, just their personal journey. But how they go about it could be either as someone who is either very passively a beer or, or assertively a beer or passively a doer or assertively, any combination of that works. And so it's really, they're two different things. You know, how you choose to address a problem is different than whether or not ultimately you're going to, you know, be swayed to go through some massive transformation in your personal worldview or, you know, stay the course. Well, isn't Matt Damon in Born Identity of the Year in the Steadfast? Yes. So he is a steadfast character. And he's in memory. Right. So Matt Damon's character, he is. So his issue. The story is very active, but he himself is 
you know, sort of trapped by I don't know who I am. That's where his personal issues are. are all about who am I? I'm trying to re trying to recall these memories. I'm getting flashes. I know things. I you know, and so I, I, my training is there, but personally, I don't understand who I am. So he's steadfast because. But he's steadfast because he he does not essentially he he does not go through a, any kind of personal transformation. He learns who he is. So that's different than growth. You, I, I particularly skipped the growth one, but the idea is, is that when we look at change and steadfast, we're looking at the beginning and the end. And that's just a, you start here and you end there, and is it the same or different? However, everything in between, the character needs to grow. And the character will either grow into who they are, or grow out of who they are, or grow into who they need to be, or grow out of who they need to be. You know, so the t the path of the growth will lead them to either, you know, sh shore up their resolve so that they can stay the course even though things are getting worse and worse and worse and worse, or even be whittled down their resolve but they still hang on at the end, or it could be such that. They've got a long, a lot of resolve, and it's worn down, and ultimately they change. You know, so the ending points are doesn't matter objectively. It doesn't matter the path that they grow. Now, the reality is, when you put them together, it has a complete. You know, if I have a character who's a steadfast character, it will feel different than, and they will they will grow differently than a change character. Um, and that's why we separate the two out. So are you growing into something or are you growing out of something? That's what this stop and start have to do with. Um, but we're not answering that for this story. But the advantage of looking at, sort of dissecting all of these and looking at them individually is that when you look at them objectively, because that's what we're doing, we're looking at them as if we are gods and know everything in the story, which after watching the movie, we know as much as we can possibly know without actually having written it. Um, we're trying to say what's really good, what's, what, where is the message in here? What is this, what are each of these components telling us about this story? And then when you start to put them together in a story, they layer on, one on top of each other, and that's where it starts feeling much more like a story and far more complex, and I'll have a better example of that in a minute. Okay? Um, Problem-solving style, linear or holistic? So we're talking about Chief Brody. Does he solve problems by looking for cause and effect, you know, trying to follow steps to, to resolve an issue, or is he really looking at things, how things are interconnected and how, how Maybe a, dis a disturbance in the balance, you know, a disturbance of the balance of the world can be rebalanced to try to find some sort of harmony. That's a terrible way of describing it, but. but he feels pretty linear. Yeah. And can you give me any examples? I feel like there's the whole like kill the fish, improve life. <laughs> okay, so start at the, okay, let's start at the beginning. He finds a dead there's a dead body on the. Sand. What's what? How does he respond to that? Going to the, the office and writing a letter to tell people not to go to the beach or something. Right. Okay. We need to post signs to keep people out of the water. 
you stay out of the water, nobody dies. Yeah, that's very and then, linear. And then the mayor comes up, you know, comes in and says, no, no, consider the bigger picture. This, you right. know, we need this money, tourism. Look how it's going to affect everybody else. It's yeah, yeah, all the holistic argument. Money you know, don't think yeah. about just this. Okay, so everybody okay with linear? Yeah. 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 yeah he's and, and even when the mayor says, "Look at that graffiti on the billboard," that's affecting the that's that's putting a damper on things, you know. So the mayor is very, you know, looking at very holistic picture, but uh, but and and Brody is trying to get, you know, trying to be on board, but doesn't quite get that kind of thinking. He, he, yeah, he, and he's completely almost completely quiet during that whole yeah. that whole segment. Okay, now we're gonna shift. Gears. That was all about the main character. Now we're going to look at the big picture, the, the plot, the story, the overall story, the the, the shark eating tourists. And so we need we need to stop the shark from eating more tourists or killing people. Um, and the first one we have is the story driver. And the question is, do actions drive decisions, or do decisions drive actions? It's really sort of setting up the linearity or the causality. Which one is the key one that then drives the subsequent action? Action. Shark attack. And smile, you son of a bitch. Smile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. It's action, and then we see the inciting event would be the first catching, shark catching attack. Right. Catching the shark. The second one. The, the second, second shark. Second shark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's basically you see, oh. You know, stay away. Go, you know, and then you get the the real the real second act turn is the pond. That's the one that changes mm -hmm. everything. And then when they're out on the boat, there's the adult guy gets eaten. Right, and his son is goes catatonic. Right, mm -hmm. and then you and that's sort of the midpoint. And then you have the let's chase the shark. And then there's the let's chase the boat. Um. <laughs> You know, the, the, the fishermen chase, so the shark chasers chasing the shark, and then it changes to the shark chasing the shark chaser, chasers. Ultimately ending with killing the shark. That's the final event. That's done. The overall story is over. There's no more shark killing tourists. Now you just answer the next one. <laughs> so the story, not necessarily. And I, I haven't necessarily ever done that. Story limit. Running out of options. So what's going? Sure. So so <laughs> the question is, what's going to bring this to a climax? Do you run out of time, which is literally a fixed amount of time, like a deadline, or a I mean, like a like you have got three weeks to do this, or if they said July fourth is in a week, and this has to be all cleared up before. All the tourists come. That would be a time lock. That would be a deadline. It's not. It's not that way in this movie. But that could have been. That's how it would look like. Yeah. If it's an option lock, that means there are a certain number of conditions that need to be met. And once you've exhausted those, then you're either that drives the crisis, and you either succeed or fail. But that. Yeah. So you're saying an option lock? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what would the options be? Well, ignore the shark. Right. Hope it goes away. Well, keep everybody out of the water. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. yeah. so keep them, people, keep, keep people and sharks separate. That's our first option. Mm -hmm. 
And that 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 doesn't work, huh? It's kind of like Hooper's method versus Quinn's method too, of like solving it, right? It's too hard. Right. Right. And then ultimately, you can't do it from the land. You're going to need to do it out in this the sea, and that's where okay, we've got these ways that we can try to kill it by from a distance, which is the way Quint does it, right. and then the reverse, which is the way Hooper wants to, which is to do it sort of up close and personal, and once that, that um, gun and the shark cage that floats down to the bottom of the, the uh, seabed, seabed, thanks, yeah, down to the seabed, you have your finale. I mean, that's when you know this, this, the boat starts sinking, and you have the you know jaws come up and snatch went away, and then the showdown. Okay, so wait, the, so, yes. So just to clarify, it's separate the people, but then it's it's the um, all the other people going out to try to kill the. Well, then okay. So first you have basically just try to separate people and yeah. sharks. Then you have well. Using land as a base, try to you know kill it in many or catch it in any fashion you can, whether that's by going, you know, people going out to boats or fishing it or whatever, and that in having amateurs trying to catch it. Okay, so that doesn't work. So the the big shift in the middle goes to let's go out on the, the high seas and would let the pros do it. How do you divide the last two up? Is it first Quint and then? Well, I think it's the sort of again try to keep try to do it at his distance, and then there's up close and personal. Okay. You know, it's the same kind of thing in the beginning with from on land. At a distance, keep the two apart, and that's the best way to do it. You won't have any more, you know, sort of completely prevent any deaths from happening by keeping people out of the water. Right. And Hooper pretty much lays that out for the mayor. Yeah. You either, you either keep the people from being in the water, or you kill the fish. That's also what he lays out. It's it's um, sort of manual methods, which is shoot a bear harpoon into it with a barrel that exhausts it, and then it's modern methods, which is we've got the device that blinks, and we've got the strychnine we can stab into it in the right. cage. So I would almost break it down. Okay, that, that's fine too. Yeah, this, but the Quint methods and then the Hooper methods. Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of not an old technology, new technology. All right, story outcome, success or failure. So this is not, this is just a straight, here, here's a goal, gotta try to stop the shark from killing people. If you succeed, if they stop the shark, then it's success. If you don't, it's failure. It's very, very objective answer. So, anybody? Shark's dead. Success. 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 Shark is killed. So, Season success until the sequel. Um, and then uh, the next one is the judgment. Now, this has to do with more or less the feel of it, and particularly looking at the main character. But it's sort of the is there unresolved angst left over. Um, the main character is generally the one who we see that in, although it can be exhibited by other characters too, but it'll be usually subjective characters. Um, and if they are able to resolve it, that's good. 
And if they're not, if it's still, the angst is still there, then it's bad. What do we see it in this? It's good. It's good. Yeah. Right. I mean, we know that based yeah. on the way Brody and, and Cooper are reacting at the end. Um, they laugh together. Right. The, music's, the music is also a big indicator. You know, it's now gone, light, light again. Um, now, this is where I was talking about resonance, where you start combining these. Um, I'm sorry, what is your name again? Natasha. Natasha? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Natasha. So if you have, if you join, if you look at the outcome and judgment, most people don't think of these as separate pieces. What they think of are the actual combinations. So if you success good, that's a happy ending. Yeah. A failure bad is a tragedy. Yeah. But then you have the the bittersweet mm -hmm. endings, the success bad, which would be like um, Silence of the Lambs. You know, they save. The senator's daughter from Jamie Gum, but the lambs, or, you know, the lambs still screaming. They are, so it's still unresolved. And if you watch that again, I, which I highly recommend, at least catching the end, you see her graduating, and it's got the most somber music. It's kind of like this is supposed to be the really happy time, and it's like it is really dirge-like. It has a little, little light moment, and then <coughs> Hamlet Lecter calls. And it gets all kind of, you know, creepy again. And he asks her, you know, are the lamb still screaming? And she's like, you know. And and then he ends up hanging up on her. And she's like, Dr. Lecter, Dr. Lecter. You know, it's, it's unresolved. It's clearly unresolved for her. Um, and then you have the failure good stories, which are personal triumphs as opposed to a personal tragedy. And that would be something like Rocky. He doesn't win the fight. But on a personal level, he's worked out all of his issues. Yeah. And so when you look at them by breaking them out this way, you can very easily control how you want this story ending to feel. And if you want to change it, it's really simple to change, knowing that it's going to affect a lot of other things in the story, but at least you know what the components are. Similarly, if you have a beer yeah. in an action story, they're going to be, pardon the pun in this context, <laughs> the fish out of water. Because they're going to be, that was the that's why I said, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, a beer prefers to change themselves, but in an action-driven story, it's not as effective. Because only actions really move things along in a significant way. Um, likewise, a doer in a decision story is they're going to want to do something, but you know you've got to deliberate, and they're they're not the tools they prefer are not the ones that are most effective. Yeah. Then if you put a doer in an action story, they're like um, how like uh, Luke Skywalker, you know, he's right in there, and and a beer in a decision story, right in there because uh, Hamlet, you know, he's well actually that it's an action story, so. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Yeah. That's a beer. Sorry, Shawshank was exactly what. Is a beer and a decision story. But Morgan Freeman's the main character. Oh. Right. So then, is like um, the Hemingway book with the Old Man Sea? Is that a beer in an action? Um. All right. 
It's been a long time since I've read that. Just in the sense that he's like out there and he's like continuing to change his own mindset about the way he feels about the pain being inflicted on his hands rather than like try and come up with a new way to rope the fish or something, you know, like in that. That would definitely sound, it sounds like that. Okay. Yes. Um, You know, I'm not so sure, I don't know about if all of the components are there because even though we identify all of these, not all stories have all the pieces. Right. You know, and you can tell a successful story, particularly in writing, because you can withhold things and the audience will fill in a lot. And that seems to be a lot more acceptable in written work than it is in films, because you have that visual medium, and sometimes you have something that's an incomplete story that's exceedingly you know, extremely successful box office-wise, but may leave you sort of feeling like, eh, I'm missing something there. But it works, obviously. If it's if your goal is to make money, then in that case, it might might work. So yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I'd have to take a. The, I, it's been, I think, at high school since I've seen the movie and read the book. So I'm not sure, but the way you the way you describe it. Yes. That would be hypothetically. Yes. If it was as you described, then I would say that would be accurate. Okay. All right. Yeah. Did you have? Okay. All right. So now the next step. We just take a stab at growth. Yeah. And you, you said something really interesting too, Chris, about like growing into versus growing out of. I don't think I've heard you say that before. About the change. Oh, that's essentially that's that's what growth is. Stop and start. Stop is generally you're growing out of something if it's a change character. All right, so sometimes these also matter. It's easier to explain things if you understand the other items that are you've chosen. So for instance, the growth we were talking about earlier, if you're talking about a change character, that implies that, that not implies, basically you've chosen that the problem is going to be appear apparently within the main, the main character and they're going to change to try to resolve their issue. May or may, may, or may not be success or good, but they, are, they seem to want to try to resolve things that way. The way they grow can will either be stop or start. A stop story is meaning they have some behavior something they're doing or some way they are being that is problematic, that's keeping them from being able to change. And the growth is to essentially grow out of that for a stop character. Grow out of that thing that's keeping you. Right, if it's a stop character. In other words, they are their own worst enemy. So your bad example is you're an alcoholic, you have to stop drinking. Or stop denying that you're an alcoholic. I mean, there are lots of ways yeah. of doing it. So you know, that's the doing isn't necessarily it. You might just be yeah. the acknowledgement that you're an alcoholic, because as again, as a beer, you would hide it from yourself, and the acknowledgement is sufficient to get you to the state where you can start doing something. Right? That's how I would you know, I would describe that. Um, so and that's somebody who maybe steps in when they should just learn to step back or hold back, or they have a chip on their shoulder, you know, and, they, and something's brought up, they get, you know, all freaked out. 
a start character is sort of someone who holds back, and they need to learn to step up. You know, um, one way of looking at it that we've talked, we've said in the past, is you know, you have a hole in your heart. You've got to learn to, you know, fill it with something. Um, I always think about it. You know, if you think of a uh, a person who is well, okay, so. Scrooge is a perfect example of a start, change start character. He's, some, he's not actively going out and foreclosing on people and finding people that he can swindle. But he has, he has no charity, he has no, does no give in him. And he needs to learn to step up to the plate so that he can change. Which is why it's, you know, he's so, he's just, so reticent to do that. You know, the ghosts come and they say, we're here for your reclamation. It's like, no, go away. I'm too old to change. It's, it's, it's too much work. I don't want, you know, I don't, I, go find somebody else. So he's like really holding back. And he has to learn how to step up. That's what a, that's the difference between a stop character and a, a stop change character and a start change character. Now, if you're a steadfast character, then it's going to be not you that changed. The world's got to change, right? And so you're holding out, waiting for something to stop or waiting for something to start. So kind of think of, I always think of um, stop stories are someone who is getting beaten on. You know, these things happen to them, and they're just like, okay, if I hold out a little bit longer, just hold out a little longer, a little longer, and they get worse and worse and worse. And then, okay, the last step, I'm going to just hold out, and if I continue to hold out, I'll get exactly what I want. That's what a stop, steadfast character feels like. A start one feels like if I hold out, and that's that's a Dr. Richard Kimball in The Fugitive. You know, they're all after me. Everybody's trying to, you know, blaming me for my wife's death. They're trying to, you know, I'm. They want to kill me. They try to capture me. So he keeps on trying to just hold off all of that while he's going to try to solve the, his, his personal issue. Whereas you have something like um, Field of Dreams, where you've got this, this guy who is waiting for something. You know, if you build it, they will come. Well, you know, he builds a baseball diamond and the... The reds, the the black so black socks, white socks, white socks, white socks come in, shoot with shoeless Joe Jackson, and you know all these people around him start getting things, but he's not getting his reward. You know he's well. What about me? What about me? You know all these terrible things are starting to happen, but he's holding out for that prize for him, which ultimately he holds out, and his father who was a, a ball player when he was younger, the, his ghost comes out, and then he's able to play catch with his father, which he, his father would never do while he was alive. And that's been this, had this hole in his life ever since he was a kid. And he's able, so he holds out and is able to, you know, to get this because he's held out for this thing he's been waiting for. So that's kind of the difference between a stop and a start character. So as you start to, you know, pull these different things together, all those harmonics start feeling much more like a story rather than looking at any individual one that seems to be kind of cold and not necessarily that interesting.
All right, so the next thing we need to do. Is to identify where each of our four through lines, the main character, the overall story, the influence character, and the relationship, the through line, um, what domains, what areas are we going to, are they going to be, in which areas are they going to be explored? And we already know that Chief Brody, because he's a beater, um, it's going to be one of the two lower uh, domains, because those are the internal domains, and the upper two are external. So, and what I mean is, is that there are four areas, sort of lenses or, or areas you can explore the through line through. So it could either be a situation, an activity, fixed attitude, or psychology. The there is no right answer in what you what kind of combination you can do for which where you can place them. When you start putting it in a story, then there will be hopefully a right answer because it will be appropriately explored. Um, so the so anybody have any suggestions for Brody? It's going to be either psychology or fixed attitude, and I need to know why you think that. I would say fixed attitude because he's aquaphobic, so he's uh, like a problem in his subconscious because he's afraid. Okay. Well, I mean, well, when you see when you see him like at home, like with this kid, interacting with his kid, interacting with his wife, and also just interacting with you know like the, the mother of the of the dead boy, um, I I don't I just I see a lot of psychology there. I think it's just you know he's trying to figure out um, he's trying to figure out what he's supposed to do. He's trying to figure out how to you know uh, fit into community. You know, he's, I, I just feel like it's a, it's a process. Not, Except uh, he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of personal issue fitting in. Other people seem to have a problem with him, but he doesn't seem to. That doesn't seem to mean that one moment aside, mm -hmm. which I think is more of a I'm going to make the audience really uncomfortable moment by treating my main character very poorly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which moment is this? The slap? Yeah, that where he's he's being blamed for something that we know he is not responsible for. He knows it too. And this is what's really important: is that objectively, that's that he 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 knows he was in the right. I mean, there there is no question in his mind. He knows who is responsible for it too. But he, that's not. It's kind of like that's his job, you know. So I, I'd be careful because what you were the way you were analyzing that would be how it looks like at the moment from the audience. Mm -hmm. But I think that that was. Because they're just—I think that was manipulating the audience, not not so much something that represented Chief Brody. Um, I mean, again, we were talking about Chief Brody. His big thing, big thing was it's only an island if you look at it from the water. That is about as much as a fixed attitude well, issue. Well, okay, so like, I think his other big thing was that, and I think it's more predominant than the water on a personal issue, is that that he wanted to be the one man who makes a difference. So what does he do? He goes to a place where one man can't make a difference. 
New York is full of crimes and stuff like this. And this is what he comes out and says when he gets drunk, too, is that, you know, which means that he's loosened up a little bit, but that New York, you couldn't make a difference because there was so much crime and everything, and, and, and so he, he wanted to come to Amity where one man can make a difference, and there's been no crime for 25 years. What kind of difference can you make? Well, so, I think so the movie points out that one man can make quite a bit of difference. <laughs> okay, so actually, I think the movie says that one man alone doesn't make a difference, but one man on the shoulders of others does make a difference. Mm, I think it says one man alone because he does everything the opposite of Quint and, and Hooper. And they were all one man alone, and they got dead. The shark was one rogue shark. Quint was one rogue man, uh, captain alone. And wow. Hooper, and Chief Brody, he actually but, has... But, but, but again, we're talking main character stuff. Yeah. So right. Yeah, yeah, kind of just... Main character is scared. Well, I mean, he's, he's ostensibly he's got the phobia. And the way he expresses it, which would be at the concern level, the subconscious possibly. But he also, uh, you know, at the domain level, he just, you know, he's got this attitude. It's mm -hmm. like, it's only bad if you look at it from this way, you know. Mm -hmm. I just... I'm, you know, I can I can look at the world from the land, and I am fine, and I don't get in the water, and there's no problem. Right. You know, and and that that is his alone. Nobody else shares that perspective. Everybody else knows it's an island, and an island is surrounded by water. And if you're afraid of water, what the heck are you doing on an island? I mean, even in relation to what you're talking about, as far as New York goes, it seems to me that he would be in the same fixed attitude about water as he is about crime, and that, like, if you go somewhere, just don't see the city anymore, it's good, but everything's fine. So it's like kind of the same mentality. Right, it's just he's chosen a place where it won't, he's, that's not being challenged. And so what are you saying that? But I don't think the water, I, I mean, technically, you know, if he was in Manhattan, it's a it's an island, but it's so <laughs> it's so connected that you know you can go without ever touching water. And there are rivers. In <laughs> so what are you saying the attitude is? It sounds like you're doing. I think the the closest expression of it is that you know if you look at if you look at it the right way, it's going to be you know I see this as land surrounded that has water, I don't see it as being on an island. It's only an island if you can step outside and <clears throat> see that it's surrounded. But I'm on land, I don't see it surrounded. I just maybe see water here, and if I walk over there, I see water there, but I don't see it so, being a problem. Are you just, it's like, here no evil, see no evil, like what's... Yeah, another, yeah, it's sort of like, I've got this attitude that if I look at it the way, the, my world this way, I don't see the thing that I fear most, which is, Water. Fixed you know. delusion. Huh? Fixed delusion. Well, it, it's a fixed. It's a. It's a way of seeing the world. You know, it's what he sees, not how he sees it. It's not the mechanism he sees it. It's just I'm choosing this frame of reference, and if I keep this frame of reference, then my world works fine. Yeah, I think it's. And you get the ones that challenge it, which are okay. We need to go out on the water, which is quint. We can't catch the fish at all. We have to go out to it. Hooper is, let me, you know, we have to look inside. It's not the right fish. We need to go see if we can find more information. So come with me on the boat, which is only, you know, he's on a boat. 
it's like I'm not in the water. It's only a, it's only like a little island if you look at it from the water. Mm-hmm. So it's it's mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I guess that might be a good way of putting it. I mean, they, they really don't go into it that much. I mean, it's almost all overall story with a with a bit of relationship stuff when we get into the second half of it. I mean, it may be arguable that the you know there's a little bit of in the first half that you've got the the wife and the the mayor might be a little bit of influence characters just challenging that that viewpoint but it's kind of, his personal issues are kind of moot except for going into the water well because even when his wife challenges him about the kid sitting in the boat it's really about the shark she's really saying the shark won't get him in the boat she's right not it's not even a conversation about water so it's well it is, it is I mean, he sees he water. sees water as danger yeah and shark is like danger manifested right you know it's more it's got a mind of it. it's it's water with a mind as opposed to just an inanimate object mm-hmm. and so i think that's you know i don't think the shark is supposed to be his influence character um but <laughs> Well, no, you could. Yeah, if, it, if it was a horror, true horror story, it probably would be. But um, I don't think that's really what the intent. That wasn't designed that way. I mean, does that does does mm-hmm. that seem okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which which would then put our our guys Hooper and Quint in situations. So how would we see them as defined by you know situation? Experts in the water. Right. Well, they're ex- yeah, they're they're experts on water. Exactly. <clears throat> things they can tell him things about his fear that you know can challenge his. But isn't Hooper also rich? Yeah, he says. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, no, he's very rich, and he says, "Just me alone or my family." You know, yeah, he, he just makes it very apparent that that's it. But I don't think being. I don't think his wealth is really the issue. That was just to explain how he could have all these really expensive loans. It wasn't that he, he then chose, he could do anything, and yet he chose to go chase sharks. Right. Which is anathema. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anathema to, like the idea of going down in the shark tank, shark I think cage. That's where that you and I part is, where this is rich, but you came here to look for sharks. Yeah, there was sort of a little bit like that. There was also that weird you and I between Hooper and Quint. Yeah. Which was, it wasn't really a you and I, it was really a we're sort of the same. Yeah, Yeah. you and I are just like. Yeah, Yeah, we are. We're the same guys. Yes, we are. Yeah, exactly. That was the the make sure you understood they were very much simpatico, even though their methodologies were different. But then also Quint has that history of... Right. They were both attacked. Of the... of, gee, there's a really good reason you should be afraid to be in the water, yeah. especially because there are sharks and yeah. they do terrible, terrible things to lots of people. When you guys tossed around the you and I thing, did you mean it's like they're simpatico? Is that in the between between Quint and Hooper? Yeah, that was okay. that was what that one meant. It usually will come up where it means just the opposite, okay. where they'll say the. Influence character will say to the main character, you and I are just alike, and then the main character will go, no, we're nothing alike. Okay. I mean, 
cannot tell you in the last week how many of those I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You watch enough Netflix series, yeah. you know, binging, it's like, oh my god, not them. Oh, here it comes. Yeah. Oh, there's that. oh, there it is again. Oh, it's another one. We're the same. Yes. No, we're nothing alike. Uh, okay, so we have our IC here, MC here. Which means our main character, our overall story is either going to be activity or psychology. Any guesses? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a psychological shark throw. He's not. He's the card shark. He's card shark. Yes, that would be a psychologist. So, so the overall story is going to be activities, which I think, you know, when we're talking about sharks eating people, that's pretty much, you know. Yeah, then you stop the eating and the story's over. Yeah, okay. And the relationship between the psychological interplay, again, if, especially since one's got a fear and the, the other one is, uh, others are experts, then they can kind of challenge that fear and, or stoke it if you're Quint. Yeah, that's the thing is Quint stokes it and Hooper downplays it. So they, they cover the spectrum. Um, all right, so now we're going to need to go over to our screen. Uh, do we need, I don't, so I need to open it up and turn it again. Oh, no password, huh? No. I remember, I remember he does not password protect it. Yeah, <laughs> how do we wake this up? Oh, there's a remote right there, you can get power. I love power. Oh, I'll say that. Go. Come the, on, you can do it. What? Is that the I believe. Yeah. I believe. The power of this. Ah, yes. I think you have to hold it up to that. No, it's it's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to just see this is going crazy, so. Oh, it changed the uh, resolution. That's weird. Then I'll I need to. Do you want to pull a chair over there so you don't have to? Pardon? Do you want to chair? chair where you are? No, no, I'm going to do it standing up. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. So you guys can see that. That's fine. All right, so let me make some of these choices. Wow. Um, actually, you want to chair up, girl? No, I'm uh -huh. trying to think. Okay, so none of those work. All right. What? What don't work? You larger font. I'm using some of the keyboard commands. Oh, well here. I mean, I mean. That's all right. I can do it by the menu. It's not an issue. That's why we have them in the menu. All right. All right. Much better. It's fine. We're looking up here, but. Right. <laughs> so we said change. Beer. Uh, Mail. Mail. And you can explain that later. I've already had an argument about it. Oh, excellent. Well, we can always talk about that. As long as we have time. Success. Success. Good. Good. And physics. All right. So now. Oh, so if it's an activity, it's. I'm going to change the color. Yeah, do whatever you want. Oh, Jesus. 
Yeah. Don't even change your back brace. I'm not going to. <laughs> All right. So now that we know our domains, the next thing is to do is do. Oh, thank you. So that's a the sort of black and white flat version of what we have on here, although that has all four levels. This only shows three of them. Um, and so we have the big pieces here, the domains, uh, and we don't have those showing. Can she write on that? Yeah. yeah, I'll make it. Hello. You can take that. Yeah. Okay, so we have our overall story here in, in um, activities or physics was the original words. Um, and then you'll see within it the next size down, those are called types or that we, what we want to do is find the concerns. So one of those is going to be the focus area that everybody in the story is concerned about. So it's kind of like broadly there, there's this activity that's out of control that needs to be brought under control. More specifically, it's going to either be something that where they, there's either an understanding or a misunderstanding that everybody's concerned about, or there's something that's doing something or not doing something that's a problem, or they're trying to, or something's trying to be obtained, or or something is lost that's a problem, or learning. Um, this is a process of uh, either gathering information or losing information, so that those would be of concern. Or teaching. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of ways of interpreting those, but those are the sort of broad spectrum. And in fact, in each one, when you, when you choose at this level, when you choose the concern for one, you actually turn, select it for all of them. And the way it selects it, it's going to be exactly the same physical uh, physical location in the quad. So if it's the upper left one here, then it would be the upper left one over in our influence character, or in our main character, or our, our relationship. So, anybody have a suggestion for what they think is the, what the concerns are? Obtaining. One doing and one obtaining, and Anybody want understanding or learning, or can we roll those out? Okay, so we rolled out those two. So now we see a lot of that, but there's just that. Oh no! And when you when you pick things in in Hermetica, you're never discarding the other side. It will always. Oh, it's just my just my computer. Oh. Okay. It will always. Every story theoretically has everything. It's just like a Rubik's Cube. How is it twisted up? And the pattern that that creates is where the meaning comes from. And just to clarify, by the way, the fixed attitude is where Brody is, right? Yes, down here and in fixed so attitude. That's so up in physics is... That's the overall story. Yeah, yeah. That, this is the shark shark week. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that shark. Okay, so, so we've got doing and obtaining. So who wants to make an argument for doing and who wants to make the argument for obtaining? Well, are you obtaining is um, everyone's concerned with the loss of life and the loss of the tourism season. Okay. And getting rid of the shark. Okay. And how is, just just like devil's advocate here, how is that not doing? 
you guys understand that better, but I'm wanting oh. to. Oh, because I thought it was Brody up there, so I was thinking. Ah, so oh, okay, okay, okay. But, but now what would be the difference if it was doing? What would that look like? Well, the town needs to get tourists and entertain them, and that's that would be a doing. Right. In other words, the, the, the goal would be to actually continue doing something, and there maybe there's an impediment to doing it. This isn't about the the you know like we can't attract. People, we need to be, you know, reopen the, the beaches or have a swim, whatever it is. That's a facet of it. And what you'll see over the course of the story, each one of these will be an act. So we, we count acts as four acts being the, the first act, and then most people think of a long second act, well, but there's a middle point. So we just call it one, two, three, four, with the third act being the last act. Instead of one, two A, two B, three, which is kind of silly. Um, so can you just say one more time, since I understand the doing well, what the obtaining? So, who is Johnny? Yeah, sorry. Obtaining. Okay. So, oh, so, so there, the expectation is there's a tourist season coming, and that's where the town lives on that for the whole year, for the two months. So if the shark keeps killing people, which is obtaining, the shark is obtaining loss. loss of life, life's loss, loss. Yeah. Uh, then they will lose out on this tourist season. So they'll lose all their money, they'll lose their homes, they'll lose so the town wants to obtain, wants to obtain they want the death to, of the shark. Yeah, they so want to, they prevent the loss of life, which is also obtained. So well, I guess that's why I'm confused doing it seems like they want to do something about the shark in order to not have that problem. They want to do something about it because they're concerned. But in the, okay, now, in the overall, it's all an activity. Right. So okay. everything's always going to be in the context of activities. And within that, then, the more specific concern Understanding we're looking at activities yeah. is okay. We are concerned with, you know, the loss of business, the loss of life, the loss of um, beach access, the loss of you name it. The, you know, loss of the so obtaining is positively and negatively charged. And you can get something, and you can lose. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it can be both. So it's it's both. just in fact, it's it's all of that. So they're concerned about obtaining the income from tourism. Right, right. And, and also people die. And, and concerned with the loss of life. Yeah. Yeah, so both of those are different. Obtaining is not only getting, but losing. Right. Just like understanding, we, understanding is not only so, understanding, but misunderstanding. So is every, yeah. like, what might be seen as a loss, like, turned into a positive? Like, the loss of life would be their obtaining dead bodies. <laughs> Well, I don't think they see that as, remember, that's a concern. So concern yeah. means there's trouble with it. There's a, the idea is that we're, we're going to narrow down to what we think is closest to the real cause of everything. So I think the positive way of saying it would be they want to obtain live people. Right? There we go. Well, they, don't want, they don't want to lose people. It's, yeah. it's, it's also not losing. It's so is that where all the conflict comes from? Yeah. The, Pardon? Is that where all the conflict in the story comes from? Is like actually achieving something? Or is that just subject matter? Well, they seem to be an awful lot about losing things. Much more focused on losing things than achieving them. No, I know, but is the conflict like actually trying to achieve those things or trying to attain them? Or is that just subject matter? I'm not sure what you, are you talking about the difference between the, the definition of a goal versus is the conflict for the town though the process of obtaining the, the income from tourism and that? Sure, but that's like subject matter, right? So like, what is the actual problem with obtaining? Well, no, it's not subject matter. It's part of what's going on. Remember, there's the the arguments are about we have sharks killing 
tourists. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a problem. And when we shut down the beach, first act, we will telegraph that and that's gonna hurt everybody's bottom line because they are a tourist economy. So their money's gonna be lost. Then sort of the second part of it is we're going to have all these nutcases running out trying to catch the shark and, and all of, you know, so it's all about catching. You know, well, because there's, there's a bounty. There's a bounty at three thousand dollars. Right, and again, that's more money. Uh, there's, also a, there's also a misunderstanding about the shark they do catch. Right? So that's yes, about it. they've obtained a shark and the problem is they all believe it's the shark. There yes. most people yeah. they, they use that, yes. Yeah. And then they have the issue of, okay, now we have to pay the money, fork up the money for Quint, and he's like, I'm going to go catch the shark. You know, so again, it's all about, I'm gonna get it. And then it's like, it's turning around and it's going, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> I'm gonna catch each of you guys, and because and, it's my so feeding. So are you arguing, Jim, something along the lines of, Doing is a problem because they're doing the wrong things, and so the one of the dilemmas is we don't want to hire Quint. We don't want to do that, and then Quint is you know experience as an issue. Well, if, if you're looking at a, a process, we'll go ahead and answer Jim. Thanks. Um, no, I, I I get super bored in a Italian story, so that's my own. Remember when this was also stuff. done? I know. So I always in my head I'm fighting it like, oh, it would be cooler if it was in this other area. So your explanation of all the different things, I'm like, okay, fine. Right. When we, and that's one so thing. It's a personal thing. It's no, story. no. Trust me, it's not personal. <laughs> Having just done three years of story forms, I understand. <laughs> I think it becomes really clear when you go down to the issue level, what's driving everything. Right. Well, but but right. both. But if you look at the issues on the overall story, both those groups are really good. I mean, wisdom, and the you know wisdom of closing down the beach or not closing it down. You know. That might work. But the skill and experience is, 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 is a, there's a lot of play there. You know, with you know Quint arguing, you know, you need a professional to do this. Not, not the experience. entire story. Yeah. I don't okay. see you see that all the way through the story. Mm -hmm. I Whereas I think you can look at morality versus self-interest yeah, attitude and approach. Yeah. You not, get that. No. All yeah. all the way through it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't know if it's morality versus self-interest much more as attitude and approach, but I don't know. But if I'm looking it's for a so process that's run amok, that needs to be stopped, then it seems it, to be a, a shark process. A shark doing things is what's run amok. Well, what's he and doing? that's what everyone is concerned about. What's the no, shark doing? Like cool. he's, 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 that's what they're concerned about. They're not, they're not talking about a shark eating. If the, the shark, shark is just swimming, there's lots doing of sharks something. Out there. But that's, that's what they said. It's, it's, it's that this shark, we have to get rid of this particular shark, not just sharks. Not well, just sitting man eating the shark. And in terms of obtaining too, well, so is the one that catch. This shark, yeah. Nick, no, well, but yeah, it hasn't killed you. No, 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 but they say, he, yeah. Hooper this says, this is a man eating, yeah. it's not right. So right. But in terms of obtaining too, this shark has claimed amity. Right, as territory. As territory. Right. So its problem is that it is like, this is my, you are my food. Yeah, no, yeah, that's absolutely correct. The shark is is concerned with obtaining. <laughs> well, he has to eat. Right. 
it would be different if it was like sharks versus humans. Sharknado. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would be more of a good one. That would be more between the two. If we wanted to give it that much um, gravity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, now the thing is, let's look to what the implication is. If, if we choose that, that means we are also choosing three other things and we have to make sure that it works well in the other. For the main character, it means we're looking at subconscious, which are basic drives and desires, or fears, in this case. So aquaphobia works for that. Yeah. Um, in the, the uh, influence character, looking at the future, which is like you'll be on National Geographic, or the uh, you'll have more notoriety, or there's the... the um, and if you look at the mayor for the first act maybe and maybe act and a half then you're also looking at the future of amity i mean because that's where i think i think he kind of plays that in that part not necessarily he has a completely different objective story role which is what then than either quint or hooper which is a little confusing but i think in terms of his influence and the kind of problem that he has with with the uh, uh, effect he has on, on on Brody, I think he kind of fits in there, you know, particularly early on until he's like, until after the second shark attack. Then the second meaning um, the the boy, the boy, yeah, the second one, yeah, the second one. Hmm. When does he say my son was on that beach? That was the third. That's the third. Yeah, the, the first right, one. Pond attack. Yeah, the pond. His yes, the, that was the midpoint there. Yeah. Right, but that's when he's that's when he's completely neutralized and he disappears yeah. as a character. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons why they did that because you need to they needed to disappear him and so yeah. he's he's also another professional too, right? Because he's a realtor and the mayor. Right? Yeah, no, he is. It's just as he's the different kind of shark. I mean, Brody is still the neophyte on this island compared to the mayor. Right. You know, that's right. right. That's so, why I said he's a political shark. As right. As to, uh, ah, good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then becoming in the relationship, I don't know that there's. Becoming a senior. Super weak. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, they're all Okay. They're being is. So oh, I, the influence I, I do think that becoming is pretty. I mean, conceiving conceptually, as you can see, is signposts. Yes. Uh, definitely, but I, yeah. I think I, that the relationship line is weak. Yeah. Period. Isn't the becoming them, the, the becoming teammates, like what Mike was saying on this? Like they're maybe, camaraderie. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of singing. It's like, here's, <laughs> the, here, here's the thing. Though, if, they're, what, if, if there's any becoming, it's, it's, both, it's Hooper and Quint trying to, trying to help Brody give him his sea legs. Yeah. So, exactly. so he, that he could become uh, a more, uh, you know, uh, more seasoned, more weathered. There's any becoming at all. That's probably. I think the relationship story is exceedingly weak in this, and I think part of that comes from the fact that the material came from a book, and the book has a relationship in it that they completely cut out um, because the main character is a part of it. Yeah. Uh, Hooper and 
Brody's wife have an affair. Whoa. Oh, awesome, really? <laughs> right. Yeah. So there is I a really it. strong relationship in it, but that was like completely cut out. I feel it. Oh. Which wow. left a huge hole in the structure of the story, oh. and they really didn't adequately fill it in. That's why it's boring. Is he still a scary Yeah, it, 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 it's why it doesn't have any emotional yeah, yeah, yeah. connection. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay. That that's so that's uh, that's why it has to be like action action. I'm glad I, I'm glad I had that ace up my sleeve. <laughs> I mean, actually, was going to use it anyway, but I just, it also explains why he comes over with wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, he comes over and then they with this long part. But it's the part on land is a lot longer before they go off on the. It also explains why he goes down in the cage and just waits there. <laughs> <laughs> Brody's right. gonna get it. <laughs> Make my move. That would be awesome. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so it puts a little sign of our live bait. <laughs> so like I, I think that the there is a structural weakness in the story that you can tell because it's really hard to even identify what the relationship through line is because it's it's sort of piecemealed together by lines of dialogue and moments, but it's not really, and you get that in the influence character, but you don't get a really strong, coherent relationship through life. Um, and I think that's part of the reason. Um, Wouldn't that be a different narrative? So like, do you, could, you could easily do it, but then the whole, you would not have him have that kind of relationship with Hooper, and, where, where Hooper and Quint and the mayor are all in the same group, you know, because yes, you've got neophyte and professional, and and that works, and you do have if you look at it the becoming in that regard, then it's like, you know, the mayor is trying to sort of you know, it's like you're new at this. Here's here's how the world really works. Know where your you know bread is buttered and all that kind of stuff. You know, we are a tourism town and if we don't have tourists then you don't get paid, that kind of thing. Is there more a conceiving thing than a becoming thing? What? I, I don't think it's a, I don't think so. I don't, but put this way, we'll become it might be, but I think it's dysfunctional. So it, we'll have to look and see what else, what else comes. But if we see a stronger argument, I think these are both really strong. I think this one is, well, Mayor is definitely in the future. Not so much. I mean, you definitely know that. I would say if Rose got a story for him, the third act is the past. Mm -hmm. I mean, right? That's. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, at least that's the way it's told. It may not be what it is structurally, but that's where it, it seems to be. Um, so because they, like because I'll just. And I'm probably trying to make it something more than it is, but I know he's afraid of the water. It's like, I'm afraid of the water. But there's a lot of stuff where he's like absent-minded about things that need to be taken care of. Like, he's supposed to fix the swing, but he hasn't done it yet, so his son cuts his hand. And then before he goes out, he's like, oh, don't, the chimney don't open the food because I haven't had a chance to fix it yet. And, but is that consistent across the the whole, the whole story. story. Yeah, there's like moments of it where it's like he's not like engaged. Mm -hmm. All right, what are you arguing? 
about what? Oh, uh, the whole conscious, conceiving the present, right. learning sort of thing. That's you're using the. Oh, you're looking at the and almost yeah. present, learning, conscious, conceiving. Yeah, and I, I understand. I totally get obtained. I totally get that. But to me, it's like it's like you can't let anybody find out what's going on here. You're going to create panic. And everybody's gonna overreact, so let's keep it all secret. I will, I will say this. And, and, just um, and so the present to me, it's like, they're the ones that are there in the water right now, and I'm up here on the boat. He's like, they just insert themselves into the water wherever they go. And meanwhile, I'm just kind of like in my head, not even thinking about engaging with everything. And the fact that he wants to be thought of as the superstition that's made a difference. I think you're making it a lot deeper than is on screen. I can easily see the story you're talking about, but that's not the one I just watched. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll, 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 let me say this in support of what, of what he's arguing. If, if we were to um, flip it into where the OS is under situation, because there's a shark out there. Once the shark is eliminated, the situation is resolved. So, you know, if you if you just sort of flip it sideways, if you did that, then the present would make more sense. As a that would only be if you are stuck in the water. Right. The then shark. it would be a situation. Mm -hmm. Because if you're on land and the shark's in the water, you walk away. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Well. Well, so that's no, the, that, no, no, the situation would be that you have a tourist season that's being ruined if the shark's in the water. Yeah. But that's but that involves that doesn't involve the shark. You're basically saying you're saying I will have a situation. Yeah. Because I, I started in that but, water too. No, I think um, I think, I think he's the, talking about like <clears throat> if people know there's a shark in the water and they come here to swim, isn't that a they they won't. Okay, end of story. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. Which is, is why you have to unstick the situation. Yeah, you just don't. Well, you just get a shark. You walk out of the water. Right? Well, no, that's what I said. The, the problem is, is that that presupposes they're forced into the water. They aren't. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's a, that's the, this, this is one of those ones where it it is a great <clears> setup, <throat> but the whole movie isn't like that. I mean that the movie doesn't the movie doesn't progress that way. It does, they're you know suddenly they're not right. the whole half, second half of the movie no tourists in sight. Right, right. It's not like yeah. tourists aren't coming and we're like they're sitting in their cars. You know, it's like if it was all about tourists only. Yeah, right. You know, and you think after two three people got killed by tourists <laughs> by the, this shark that. There's still a bunch of tourists hanging around just waiting for the shark to get, you know, it's like, no, that's already dead. That's already over. That's why, in terms of the future, it's gone, you know, the island future thing is totally a really much bigger concern for the mayor. I mean, he's concerned about the future. Future, that's gone. He's out because he's no longer a good spokesperson for that. And it really comes down to it because... As of the midpoint, it becomes a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Right. Doesn't it feel it's, like? Sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Uh, the okay. So you were saying the impact character is these two is Hooper and Quinn. Right. The impact choice that he's a little bit is the is the mayor. So if the mayor 
was the main impact on character because maybe the error in, if, if you call it an error in the movie, would be the fact that they weren't clarifying enough in the difference between the main character and the protagonist. Like, that because they smash this together, they kind of like, well, we have, who is the, I mean, I think the protagonist... Because then the mayor could be in the future spot, right? And he could... Well, he, I think he is in the future spot for the, certainly the first act, and pretty much in the second act. Yeah. But he's gone, I mean, all of the other players are gone at that point. And at that point, they're really trying to make sure that there is a future for the, you know... I mean, again, remember, influence character is really about... Influencing main character, but isn't his influence like still the, like the pervasive reason of why they're out in the water? Because they would otherwise all just be like just going to in the water, like right? Because they're they're basically like if you want to have a future, then you've got to then you've got to get past these fears that you have, and here's how you can do it. And there's lots of different techniques for doing it. Again, I think it's I think it's I think it's weak. It's all weak except the other. The overall story of the main character. The overall story is really strong. Main character is identified, not really well developed. There's a beginning and an end. And it's a, there's a middle. No, it's. I think. I think you you identified several key moments where you know looking at the light. Yeah. The degrees to which he is afraid of water. You know, I won't go in the water at all. Then I'll go. I'll, I'll get in ankle deep, trying to help people. But and I'm then I'll go it. out on the boat with, you know, all protected, and then I'll lose some of the protection right. to... But I'm not getting it as just the process he's going through as opposed to just... No, no. It's, it, again, it's but it's a hor- it ends up being a horror so, movie, no, and at that point it's a life or death. Okay. And meaning tends to go out the window. <laughs> you know, personal development tends to go out the window if it's a monster movie, which is essentially this turns into a monster movie. You know, where you've got a monster and you got to kill it or be killed. You know, personal development, it helps and explains why he can be calm while he's like going down with the ship. Because he's like, okay, I've gotten past this. It's like, all right, it's no longer an issue for me. He didn't decide it. It's a, and it's a character has, he's been changed over the life and death stage. So it's like. Like you said, it has to be. No, but you can still, you can have a situation yeah, where someone that. whose personal issues completely debilitate them, even though it's a life and death situation. You, I mean, you've seen sure. horror films and movies that they're at the point where they're, everything's going to be lost if they can't pass their freaking personal stuff, their baggage. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Yeah, that's essentially what happens. Now, this is a completely off subject. How many of you? S- no, you're all probably you're not too young. Yes. How, how long ago was the first time you saw the story? First time I saw the first time I saw when you first time was seven and five. Because I just watched I just watched it on Netflix, and at the end when he's shooting at the the, the yeah. shark, there's a there's a voiceover that I am pretty certain was never in there where it says blow up oh yeah uh-huh. I think that's been added I'm almost positive that that was we not in there that in ours. yeah because we that is not something that was in there and I'm sure because most people are like what the heck is he doing why is he shooting how did you watch it though 
No, my oh, Netflix. Like, smile. Yeah, it's Right, and then boom. No, there is a, the one I watched on Netflix yesterday. There is, while it's looking at the shark, has a, um, a, a piece of voiceover that says, blow up. It's like, what? well, that, so that you know why he's shooting. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, people are stupid. They can't figure out what's going on. Even they, though they, tell you they, they figure it out when he actually shoots it and it blows up, unless people couldn't figure out, well, what? Yeah, what, what it's going to blow up in two seconds. I know. It's set up. Well, once, they, once they introduced the pressurized containers, my 13-year-old nephew figured out exactly how the thing Yes, I know. Yeah. They give so. you, and they, yeah. they yeah. give you the several times. Yeah. yeah. But it was the weirdest thing. I'm going, what? That's really lame. Yeah, and even sorry, the like, shots and everything. It's like, oh, I know. Oh. So, since we're talking about the pressure, is there, um, and maybe this will come up later, but is it is it tried to the dramatic chart anymore? Because in film school, well, I mean, just like as a catalyst or anything like that. What, the blowing up of the chart? Well, just because in film school, that's used as a third act solution example. It's a really common. It's a job. Well, I mean, it's basically well, it's a setup and a payoff, but that's a storytelling device. That's not a structural issue. Because it, I mean, they could have just as easily, you know, stuck it with the strychnine, and it just took it a long time for it to finally go and die, right? Well, and 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 the original book, actually, the the book just had it kind of. Uh, choke or something and just fell and you know to the bottom of the, of the right. Seat. Not nearly as exciting. No, no. And Spielberg said, you know, uh, you gotta beef it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So well, let's let's. I have I have just two more things on this. Yeah. Because maybe there are examples, maybe not. Um, so Quint says. Uh, examples of what? Of the future for the impact character. Oh, okay. Okay. I got I got a taxidermy guy who's just gonna be thrilled. Who's gonna be like knocked off his socks when I bring this shark in, um, yeah. and that causes him to uh, press. Uh, no, it causes it causes them to. He presses the boat to go faster. It blows up the engine, and Brody says, "Stop it! Just stop it! Just stop it!" And he starts taking control of the situation. Then, um, Quint was focusing on the future. At that point. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean. I also feel like Quint looks at yeah. more obtaining. His tools is futuristic. But huh? Yeah. I mean, Hooper looks at Quint looks at Hooper's tools as futuristic. But oh yeah, no, he even says something to them. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's but, but it doesn't feel like that. Does not feel like a um, impact moment. That's the thing. It doesn't feel. No. Like that is any impact Well, and again, that most of the impact. The impact of the, the, the relationship with the main character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's that's let's. he starts taking control of the ship. I think right now the stronger argument is for obtaining. I mean, oh, sure. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> Didn't mean to. Speaking of losing. <laughs> Alright. So now what we need to do is we're looking at the this is the overall story. We're looking at the next level down, which are the issues. And then within each of those there are four possible um, elements. So we have Approach, self-interest, attitude, and morality, 
or the pairings are morality and self-interest, or attitude and approach, or approach and attitude. So one will be a one, one of them will be this, the issue, the thematic point of the overall story, and then the counterpoint will be the diagonal. So it'll either be approach versus attitude, or attitude versus approach, or self-interest versus morality, or versus morality versus self-interest. Um, and when, with regard to where, I think it's clearer in the first half than it is the second, but not necessarily. Um, does anybody have a, a preference for where they see the overall story, um, either the issue or the quad in which the problem, the problem and solution exist? I think it's on at least the right two. I'm not sure which one. Which one? The self-interest or attitude. Okay, which has pursue, avoid, control, and uncontrolled. Mm -hmm. I mean, uncontrolled is that's. Yeah. Uncontrolled. You, well, it may be self-evident to you, but why don't you claim <laughs> to expand? I mean, that's that's the whole. I, whether or not that's the symptom or the problem, I'm not sure. But um, but it's, you know, we got an uncontrolled monster in the water, and then and the people out there, you know, being out, you know, being uncontrolled, uh, all leads to that to you know the source of the problem. It's people getting attacked, and. Uh, and, and when Quint is out of control, it creates problems. Um, you know, the, the, the little head that pops down, you know, and the, and the hole in the bottom of the ship, you know, that makes everybody shriek, that's, that's uncontrolled. So that's, that's just all the source of attention is. But that's a story, that's a story, we, that's a story that telling one? thing. That's not a. Okay, all right, all right. That, that's well, a story yeah. weaving device that is not structurally. But, 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 but when, 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 Brody tries to take control of the situation, and Mayor says, "No, no, we still, you know, no, we gotta, you know, we, we gotta have people coming in." And so it's just, it, it is a conflict between control and uncontrol, um, which is seen as being the problem. Or well, well, well this is the which movie. Which the problematic is uncontrolled. It's not being able to, not being able to take control of the isn't situation. It, isn't it the reverse? Uh, I mean, at least from a symptomatic perspective. The mayor is arguing, no, we can't have those signs. He's trying to, he's controlling things. Okay. He sees controlling as being a problem, and so he wants them to be things to be free, right. and that allows another death. Who's in control of the ship? Right, right. Everybody, right. you know, you've got uh, um, Quint has to be in control of the boat, and he ends up blowing up the. Which will probably show up in the relationship dueling also. Um, but I'm just saying he's he's the one who's you know driving the pushing it too hard, and you know it's like wait wait you gotta let back on that you know we don't need to be gone so and, and the more that uh, Hooper says you know you're you're too controlling he just like you know he, he really reacts to that it's like I'm gonna do whatever I want mm. uncontrolled you can't you can't control me which. Pushes he pushes the engine too far and breaks it. Well, but let me ask you this though. But you know, all of the people who go rushing out, mm -hmm. you know, they they they're all in response to okay, somebody else is trying to control the the situation as opposed to mm -hmm. the sheriff. You know, the, the people who can actually do something about it. Now, and so everybody goes willy nilly, uncontrolled out there, and that. Is their response? Of course, it doesn't solve the problem, but that's their response to, you know, trying to 
contain the problem. It's like, no, we have to, everybody's got, we've got to validate anybody and everybody's got it. I mean, that just seems a symptom response. Those two seem pretty, pretty strong. A symptom response, yes. Yeah. yeah, not as a problem, but as a symptom response. Right, which lead the problems to uh, pursue and avoid. Avoid. Which, uh, so, if you had said that this was the, set, the focus of the symptom, with uncontrolled, then the avoidance is, you know, you know, stay out of the water, you know, everybody's trying, trying to, well, You've got, I mean, you could say that the, the shark is trying to avoid being captured, but we don't really know. It's not even trying, but it's trying. it is avoid. Right? Yeah, it is avoiding capture, right. That, that, that is it. And, and really, when they <coughs> sort of really turn around and say, okay, let's get it, let's, let's address it head on, which of course, right at the end, he's, you know, he, the first Hooper tries it kind of sort of, but with all, still with the controls in there, and the controls make it all, make him lose everything. Remember, he's in that tight little room and tight little cage, and then he gets attacked and he loses the the uh, um, the, the poison shot, dart. the poison dart, whatever it is, the, the spear. And so, only at the end, when basically, all right, forget, I'm not going to try running away from this fish. I'm going to go hit it head on. I'm going after it, and that's what allows him to blow it up. You know, he's like. Forget running away. I'm going right right after him. Because even even Hooper runs away. Well, he swims down underneath, you know, and he basically hides at the bottom of the waits for the widow and birdie. Yeah. Right. Well, and, I mean, so I mean, if you look at okay, well, and that's, and that's, the, that's also the main character problem solution then. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to avoid and avoid, and eventually he he turns around and says, "Okay." I mean, Self-interest seemed okay, really strong to me. Self-interest seemed really strong. Well, yeah, the arguments are always from everybody's self-interest. The Kittner argument, it's like, you know, Quint you're always looking at yourself. Well, you know what, I found this movie, while that's true, to be very strong at this level, and there's almost acts where, like, morality is, you got to take care of the island, right? Yeah. And then there is the self-interest of everyone trying to get the bounty, and that's a problem. And But also the self-interest of the council. Right. I mean, all right. the members. The the, he is the one who's sort of proposed being the morality character against a sea of self-interest. Yeah, but then, but then there's like the whole like second half or much of his, his approach. You're right. How are we gonna kill it? Right. So it's like this thematic. I think level at that level is the strongest. Is really strong. Yeah. Well, I think that's where it's. The, I think I agree. I think yeah. that's where of all the the story it holds best at the theme. Yeah. they were just running. When Quint, Quint destroys the radio, that's the strongest thing for me. What? When Quint destroys the radio, they're gonna call for help. He's like, no, I'm gonna be the one to kill this shark. Right. That's his self-interest, and he fucks <laughs> them over. But yeah, and again, that's control versus uncontrolled. Right. You know, it's like I'm gonna just smash and control this. And then of course it goes back here. Sorry about that. You know. Right. And that's why that's overall story. That's not main character. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. How is, can I ask that question? Yeah. What's the difference between approach and strategy? Let's look at the different definitions. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's Dragody. Uh, it's, uh, I'll get the wrong quad. So, upper right. Of learning. There you go. Plan to achieve one purpose or 
or a plan of response? Versus, what were you asking? This is approach. The difference between that and approach. I think this one is, that's, this is a more rationalized view. In other words, it's, it's a more processed view. This is more base. In other words, an approach would be, um, you've got someone who's being very direct, or someone who's circumspect, or someone who is, uh, aggressive, or someone who's passive. Those are approach. Whereas a strategy is that, okay, we can best do this if we pretend like we are going to be sort of passive, but then turn it around and be aggressive. You know, it's more developed version of what approach is. Does strategy involve a purpose or a goal more than approach? Probably. I was just asking as Mike said, like, the second half is about their approach, like how to kill the fish, right? So how is that different from, no, the way to kill the fish is to shoot him with a bunch of barrels and watch him go down, and he'll, he'll come back up as opposed to, you know, I'll stab him with the, the serum. Well, I think, because I think, here's the difference, because I think you have to include the shark. Okay. Because I think the shark has, takes different approaches to that. Whereas it's not strategic, and they really don't have an expressed strategy, they have an expressed approach. That's why I'm saying it's like, strategy is a far more processed, and I'd say more, now it's more more complex than just an approach. Okay. Approach is more generalized. They're in the same family, but they're not the same thing. It's kind of like the difference between, kind of like the difference between saying, um, I should, I shouldn't do this versus rationalization. You know, rationalization has more to do with excuses, coming up with, you know, very elaborate excuses to, to try to hide what you really are saying when mm. you just say, no, I shouldn't do this, or what, or whatever. I mean, it's that kind of a difference. Okay. You know, one's a lot closer to the, the root, whereas the other one's a, is got more layers to it, more, context, more texture to it. Yeah. Thank you. I like that. You're welcome. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> you, made up the, you made up the whole thing. So. Well, I just expressed it in a way that I'm not sure that I've expressed it exactly that way before. I'm sure I expressed it similarly. Um, not really. Okay, so let's look over the main character. Let's just see what, what we're doing with the main character, since that's the second clearest. And so our main character, we have here... Um, yeah. All, all of the super keys are all trapped. Okay, so we have closure is where our main character, the issue and unique ability. Well, that's really. What's his closure issue? He's the one. He's the one who can actually bring this about. No, not the unique ability. Like his issue. His issue. issue. Yeah. How's he having issues? So you. Let's close beaches. Let's let's close this deal. No, well, it's. I mean, it's well, yeah, it's bringing something to an end or completion. It's sort of like, I mean, he's the one who forces the mayor to sign the check right. to essentially, can you stall on, on Quint enough? Okay. Sign the check. I mean, he, he's the only one who can force him to do that. No, I, I get the I mean, it's a pretty, it, it's, but I mean, that's why the problem is when you've got someone. Oh, and I didn't explain this here. I was explaining it to somebody else. <laughs> All right. 
Here's a problem I find storytelling-wise. When you have someone doing their job, <laughs> who's the main character, it's really hard to get personal and separate the personal from the job. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. it's if, if the, the main character's through line is so removed, their personal issues are very removed from their job, it's very easy to tell the difference. Here, it's not so much because the fact that he's, I'm afraid of water and I live on an island and I have to go out on a boat and I have to fight a shark. You know, those are overall story, overall story things, but it, it just marries the two so closely it's really hard to pick them apart. Um, and frequently, I think what happens is people get lazy and they don't, because they don't really need to, because one sort of seems to satisfy the other, but not really. It's like, I make them really close, so it does double duty, but it really does one and the other one not so well. I think this, I mean, if you, did, if you were going to write this, and you had the, those through lines identified, and you had his role as the sheriff, and he had a unique had an issue of closure. That's how I would write it. Oh, I'll close the beaches. That's my response to things. I will try to close them versus, you know, denial. Well, he gets that from the influence character. You know, or even though it's a main character issue. Um, and you know, you see this, it's almost like his the act turns, this closure issue. Um, but not any more granular than that, so it feels much more like overall story stuff, personally. Mm -hmm. And also, they're double-dutying it because it's both the main character issue and a unique ability. Why do it twice when you can just do it once? It satisfies both. Because he's, all, he's also a protagonist. You know, so he's got like all these job descriptions, you know, structurally and storytelling-wise, that it just blends it all in together. Is that, I, but I think that when you have that with a, a character whose job is to do his job, as opposed to something like Chinatown, because you've got, in Chinatown, you've got the main character who basically doesn't understand anything that's going on. That's his personal problem. You know, and it complicates his ability to do his job as an investigator. So rather than making it easier, which is the way they sort of use it here, it actually makes it far more difficult. You know, when he misunderstands about who, in Chinatown, he misunderstands who um, uh, Evelyn Mulray is. You know, he takes the fake one that thinks she's the real one, and the real one she thinks he's a fake one. And, you know, misunderstanding the, the, the clue that has the key to the entire thing about, you know, glass, bad for, bad for glass, you know. I mean, so I think this is just one of those instances where because it's really just a, an action adventure. Because, like, I was joking last week that it'll take us three minutes to figure it out because <laughs> the problem is going to be avoidance in this yeah. solutionist pursuit. But then when I watch it and now going and trying to come up with reasons for why it is, like trying to get into the details of it, it doesn't. It feels really weak. Like all the different stuff that people are coming up with, like reasons for it. It, it is but because it's really lightweight. Like, look at it, it's just like oh, avoidance and then pursuit. 
Yeah, it's because it's really obvious. <laughs> no, I mean, I have, an, I have a non-obvious closure <laughs> issue. What? Which is New York oh boy. is an endless loop of crime that you can't <laughs> affect. Apparently. Right? Oh, and one of the reasons he comes here is because he can actually bring things to club and that. Mm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, that's no, but that's, that's a main good. character issue, like, and it's absolutely. I think that's a really good one. Although it's also like it seems very pat and like stuck on the side of the story, mm. as opposed to I. Yeah. Well, but but it's it's lip service. It's called lip service. That's a bad yes. And I think just like I'm afraid of water is, a is lip service. Oh my God. It's kind of like, wow, if you're going to come up with the most cliche way of making your main character have a personal issue on an island with sharks, what would you do? Oh, make him afraid of water. Bingo. You don't even make him afraid of water. That's the thing. It's like, you just say it. if you like, wouldn't drink. Right. Well, yeah. You don't know, show him afraid. No. That's what I'm saying. No. Yeah. He says it, but he doesn't show it. <laughs> right. And then at the end, he says, I'm not afraid of water anymore. Well, that right. right. there, was, there was reluctance to fulfill his job. Wait, on the on, on, on first shark, the second what, shark. The attack. one time you see it is when he he when doesn't go into the water. The first time. time. No, they all do. No, no, they no, no, are no, no. All rushing in there. They're rushing no, the, no, no, no. The, yeah, but the, the parents are rushing in to get their kids. Yeah, everybody <laughs> rushes. Yeah. Everybody's there, and he's like, he's all right, get along. those kids out. Get those kids out. That's the one time. That's true. And he, but even on with his son, he doesn't like jump in. It's like no. he's waiting, you know. Waiting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think it is as simple as that, and that's kind of the problem. Yeah, I know. It's again when you have things that are like a, that devolve into a horror story, you need simple because especially if it's a monster, monsters unless you make them really you know a psychological monster or something, but. Activity monsters, <laughs> they're pretty well, much that's what they are. They're just activity monsters. If they're not the influence character, then they just are doing, and you know, they're just doing their stuff, and you gotta kill it, you know, or be killed. Yeah, a very uncomplex antagonist. Oh, right. Antagonist. And, and, and because they want to go for the visceral thrill. So you don't want to be explaining the philosophy of the, you know, this isn't something like remember we did the Babadook, which was. Totally different. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, it's a you know, but because it had all sorts of psychological meaning and impact and sourcing and all that stuff. This is a shark, and on a visceral level, its jaws was much more effective. I mean, it scared thousands of people from now, the water. Now, I say, I that thing. Something that might be on the, the structurally, <laughs> genetic, structurally opposite end from this would be something like heredity. I haven't seen it yet. Or heredity or hereditary? Oh, God, hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be one that you really like. Yeah. Why is it so well, is it smart? Boring. <laughs> Real? Huh? Yeah. Well, it's it's smart, but it's also really really strange. Story-wise, story-wise, it's it has it has all sorts of very odd turns that it takes, but and that veer off into horror in, a, in ways that you would not anticipate. Okay. And therefore, it but it's very chilling and thrilling, but more in a dread than in horror. You know, this is really 
you know, the leg falling off, you know, the leg going down, it's chopped off. That's more horror. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just look. Are we down to a single story form? I can't remember. Let's see, let's look. Oh, of course we are. Oh, of course we are. All right, so let's go over to the store. Oh, let me see. Where are we? Uh, no, they have the past as the form. Well, yeah. Well, okay. The transition, that is the transition. That's the transition scene. They're down there telling all the stories, and suddenly yeah, it starts yeah, yeah. hitting the hitting the boat. It, yeah. it starts attacking the boat. And there's there's nothing after that point except Owens. Right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. it really you have the past relationship past, and then it's attack. Five minutes. Right. And then it's all just we're getting our butts kicked. Right. And it's all overall story. Um, we think we're hunting the shark. The shark's hunting us. Exactly. Is understand. And uh, or misunderstanding. <laughs> settings. All right. So let's look at our our main character. Does this doesn't work? What are you trying to do? I just scroll. Type. Yeah. Just scroll should work. Use two fingers. Uh, I am. Click back on the white of the screen. Maybe. I'm kind of trying to find the. There it is. Trying to find. No, I'm, I'm doing it. Of course, I. Why don't you try? I have this effect on computers. <laughs> yeah, what is that? It's like. That's, I don't know. Oh, is it not? Oh, maybe, oh, Are you doing it on the right side of the trackpad? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it's doing the wrong, wrong side. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, all right, so for our overall story, we have the domain of activity, which we've been talking about basically, you know, sharks killing a bunch of people. Concern of obtaining or not only catching the shark, killing the shark, but also losing tourists and losing uh, people. Um, this issue of self-interest versus morality, it seems to be much greater focus on self-interest everybody's out for themselves, whether it's trying to get the money from the uh, reward, or it's trying to make sure that we keep the beaches open so the tourists will come, or Clint not worrying about people getting killed, but wants to get his $10,000. That's another self-interest uh, issue. Um, Hooper wants the sort of the fame and glory of this catching this amazing or killing this amazing fish and not Ho yeah, Hooper and Brody seems to be sort of almost all instances the morality side of the argument so he's, he's the one who's you know talking about this is what we should be doing or anything about everybody else even though you even see the mayor talking about Oh, or you have to think about everybody else, but it's all really framed in the context of self-interest. Yeah. Think about everybody else's self-interest too, <laughs> um, or the self-interest of the community, <laughs> not the people who are going to be eaten when they come swim on our beach. So, Chris, yes. are you saying for OS? You went over this before. But the OS focus of control is oh, I hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, we. That's okay. But we're we Brody's about there. Well, you said this earlier. I'm just trying to repeat. Okay. Well, that's the time because we were just just went over the issue. So go to the focus. Okay. Brody is the hey we got to control the beaches and so 
then the mayor is, no, we have to keep the beaches free and clear. That's, yeah, that's, that's why the, so it's, it's not just that the mayor wants to control what they do with the signs, it's that the mayor wants to not have signs. Right? Right, he wants the, he wants the beach to be open. And when, I mean, you even see him, um, you know, going in, everybody's being very controlled and staying on the beach, and he's like, hey, I need you, you know, loosen things up, and, you know, put yourself out there, and then suddenly everybody goes out there, and we have a, a little feeding frenzy. He's trying to control public opinion. Right. Um, so it's not, again, it's not anybody, any individual, but when controls are trying to put in place, then the response is to loosen it up. Um, you have the police chief is trying to keep, to, is trying to manage the the uh, capturing of the shark. Remember, and he, he he calls the specialist in. Meanwhile, ever you know, there's a the uh, Kittredge mother, Mrs. Kittner, uh, huh? Kittner, Kittner, Kittner. Thank you, Kittner. Kittner's mom, uh, Mrs. Kittner puts out a bounty and then everybody runs out willy-nilly and you know and even though even when when uh, Hooper says he tries to control them, they're pretty much blow them off and he's like, yeah, ah, they're all gonna die. You know, that. So I mean on each, in each instance you've got when when somebody's applying control, the response to it seems to be, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna act as freely as possible and that just creates more trouble. Um, then uh, the if you look at the problem, the real problem is is that the shark's trying to the shark is avoiding capture. Whether it's trying to or not, it is successfully avoiding capture. And as long as it's avoiding capture, it, this is all going to continue on until ultimately not only they, they begin to pursue it, but then specifically there's no running involved. Where it's sort of like fish and man, it, it both more or less at, at, what's at water level. That's the only way it can be gotten. Because when you're up, you know, when you're trying to deal with it from a safe place, that that doesn't work. Whether you're, even if you're in the water, but you're in a cage, that that's that difference is what you know allows it not to uh, to ultimately be um, succeed in resolving it. The catalyst, meaning the thing that's going to cause more conflict, is approach. And I think that's where you see, you know, the mayor popping in. So this is the way we're going to handle it. You know, your approach is wrong. This is the way we're going to do it, and that leads to, you know, each almost every death, every death, um, and uh, even out on the sea, you know, they've got first they're going to do it Quint's way, and all that succeeds in doing is turning it instead of it just running away, it then it starts attacking that. Well, there's also the moment too where he's gonna shoot it and that's when Hooper decides, no, we're gonna do it my way and he goes against his blinky light. Right. And that creates problems because they don't shoot it in the head, they don't do right. this. Where they might have been able to resolve. Right. Yeah, that's a good example. Excellent. Is it a technical term? What? The blinky light? The blinky light. Yeah. <laughs> the stroke. Yeah, really like Marine biologist. All right, and then the, the overall story inhibitor, the thing that slows things down, has to do with obligations. I think you see, certainly, Chief Brody 
sort of either being piled on with obligations that seem to neutralize his ability to um, control things, um, or uh, I mean, he's he's probably the closest thing to a a inhibitor there is. Because I don't think they're what's there out in the. Can you think of any other ones? Well, can you do opposites? Like, can you have the mayor be inhibiting their ability to just like not go in the water? Is that? Um, it can be, but it has to deal with it needs to be dealing with obligation. Oh. So that's that's the this one thing that's very unique about Dramatica is that not only I mean the story points are really important just in thinking about having these kinds of things in your story, but if you use the software or if you're really smart and can use it without the software, um, it'll actually indicate these these other words, other ones, structural items that indicate the nature of what that story point will be. So when we're looking at a cattle, at an inhibitor, which will slow down the story, it's not just going to be anything, but it'll be some form of obligation. Um, you know, like you've got to be, like the, the argument in the first act is when the mayor says you need to think about all your obligation to everybody in this town. All the shops and the money. And right, stuff, yeah. right. And so that slows him from making a bigger issue of it than it does. And that leads, you know, that, that sort of slows the overall story. So then we can explore more of, you know, the main character sitting on the beach as getting that, you know, main character perspective of I'm really freaked out, I'm going to sit way back from the water. I mean, they do a lot of things to sort of show he's afraid, but they don't they don't make a big deal of it. I have another obligation inhibitor. Um, the mayor does not want to obligate the town to pay $10,000 ah, yeah. to Quint. Yeah, and that slows it down because if Quint, if they just write signed a check, then that would, whoop, that would Move it much more, fa much faster toward, you know, yeah, another point. Another, another skipped point. over a whole act. What? And another point where things are, you know, kind of slow in the pace is, you know, uh, they're on the boats. Like, you know, you go do your job over there. You go throw the chum out on the, you know. Uh, so it's like, oh, all right, I'll go fulfill my obligation here. And then, then this kind of, you know. <laughs> right. And, and it, it feels like it brings down all the tension until suddenly, oh, pops the shark. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. And and then he doesn't have to throw the chum out anymore. So that obligation. <laughs> they are the chum. Right? <laughs> All right. Then we, we have the benchmark of doing. So this is where, where even though the concern is obtained, they're all concerned about getting something. Well, how do you figure how close they are to um, stopping the shark? Well, you measure it in terms of the benchmark. In this case, what are they doing? Well, very little early on, and then as the story gets more and more, they start doing greater and greater number of things. Mm -hmm. um, even when they're out on the water, it's first okay, shoot it, follow it, follow it, follow it, follow it. Okay, well let's shoot it with another one, and now let's shoot it with another one with a blinky, and then uh oh, now it gets. Mm -hmm. so it gets more and more things that they're trying to do. We're gonna go to the water, you know. So it's it indicates that we're getting really close to the end of the story. How yes. Does, how does the benchmark work for failure? For failure story? Yeah. Is it? It doesn't matter. You can. You how can, close you get into failure? Nope. Nope. Because you can 
I could turn this around, I could say it could be you're doing less and less and less and less. And so the benchmark in and of itself just says this is the nature of how you're going to evaluate progress in this through line. How you choose to describe it or tell it is completely up to you. So since doing is just basically different kinds of activities, so if you're showing progress, it's usually something that's increasing or decreasing. That's kind of the, the sort of your choices. Because if it's flat, then you can't tell if you're any closer or further from the, the goal or from the climax, or the end of the, the resolution of the story. So that's kind of what the benchmark does, is it gives you a, a separate yardstick that's specific, not to the story, but to that through line that you can look at and say, how, is, how are we doing in this through line? Which is why we look at the past and the, the influence character. We saw past as the, as the um, fourth, bench, fourth act. Mm -hmm. But we, when we look at it, we'll see what the benchmark is, and then we can maybe determine what might it might have been. But we've already exhausted the past that, you know, when they have that finish that story, it doesn't come up again because the relationship through line is done. And which means the emotional heart of the story is what little there was, and that, of course that was probably the most emotionally satisfying part of the story that scene when they're down there comparing their wounds and talking about that's that's probably you know the most satisfying um, once that's over you know we don't ever have that kind of that, that again all right um, I'm gonna move through this quickly because we're already at about 930 and I only have 30 minutes to get to my car <laughs> I have a time lock <laughs> But it wasn't set up in the beginning. <laughs> oh, it was. Okay. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, so my main character, we said it's a fixed attitude character, mind character, um, concerned of the subconscious, ostensibly fear of water, um, lightly told, lightly explored. Uh, the issue, closure versus denial. Again, I think there's probably, we could probably find issues of uh, elements of denial, but we certainly talked about some of the closure um, points, and they're like once an act almost. You know, that's about the minimum you can get away with and have it be effective. We have denials also in his job description with the mayor going, this isn't a problem, right, to the guy oh, who right. to close the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, okay, there's your first one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we could probably pick it out in through either through some action or probably some dialogue. But if, I mean, even on while they're on board and Hub Brody wants to do something, you know, let's let's stop this and it'd probably be now keep on doing it like the chumming, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure that's a, a character moment, but we were talking about a, a good illustration of it being um, a beer. So. Okay. Uh, then we've got, um, if we look at the, I'm going to skip the problem solution for a moment, the uh, symptom or the focus of consider, and then the, the response to that, the direction of the, uh, reconsider. 
so the idea is, is that when he, every time he sort of has an, he considers something and has an opinion, that seems to get him in trouble, and he's sort of forced to reconsider. His wife does that to him. The, the mayor does that to him. I mean, everybody the keeps on. What? <laughs> the shark. And to, to an extent, yeah. Um, uh, but I think less so, because okay. I think you see, certainly Quint and Hooper do that, but I think you see it almost everywhere. He's he, he has an opinion. He considers something, and look, you know, just evaluates what, what it is, and then it gets this response. It's like, okay, I guess I better reconsider that. Mm. All right? And, and that removes the conflict. You know, it doesn't actually solve the problem, but it removes the conflict, apparent conflict. But his real problem is that he's avoiding going into the water. He's a, he, he, he's a creator of water, and he won't think about it, because this is a fixed attitude character, so if I don't think about it, it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, okay, I have to really think about it and really go in, go after it. So it's like, I, I can't avoid it. Avoiding is not going to work for me. I need to actually really consider, really pursue you know what it what it is that this fear of water I've got to deal with this and he essentially which resolves the issue and he's able to just you know take on his job again this is kind of hard because he's his job is sort of really tied to who his identity is so I never had that issue I was talking about um, unique ability of closure same thing he's he's his job is he he personally is and his, who he is with the sphere of water and all that stuff, but his job and his identity his, and this attitude he has makes him uniquely suited to be able to bring this story to close um, through ending something that then leads to success. <laughs> In this case, ending the shark. <laughs> um, I know it's just like really simple. Uh, Critical flaw, preconception. Uh, my guess is, and I'm sure we could probably find some dialogue on this, but I, I think the he may have certain preconceptions about what things are that undermine his credibility. You know, as being able to be the one who can end the shark. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I don't know exactly, nothing jumps to mind, uh, personally. Um, I can think of all sorts of things that I will well, add. People see him as a land lover. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, there's like preconceptions of him. We don't have to listen to you, because you, you, and he's not from, he's not, he he's will not never be an islander. Island. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, good, excellent. And then we see the, the, Benchmark of preconscious. This one I think is probably the closest of them. That that's a really good benchmark because yeah, that basically yeah. means you know he's a really nervous Nelly around water early on, and then by the time he's like sinking into the water, he's like, ah, that's you know whatever you know. <laughs> Even after it's down, he's shot. They blow up the shark. He's like oh, he's like mm, in the water. He's like okay, I'm in the water. You know, it's not even. Why no reaction. I was even thinking, as he's sinking into the water, he can keep a gun steady. Right. Which is crazy. Well, because he's pretty much already worked out his issue yeah. by that point. But that's the, but we see that in how 
you know, taking off the life preserver. That's that's one of those things where that's a sort of a safety blanket. Well, he lets that go. Oh, he's a lot more comfortable. He's not as you know nervous. You know, when he first sees the shark, he's like dumbstruck. He can't talk. He's just frozen, backs up. You know, and then what does he say? You know, we need a bigger boat. You know, so he's still he's frightened. There was a, something that's really good survival-wise. You know, people have these reactions for a reason. Twenty-five feet is two stories. Okay, now let's look at the relation, the influence character, the situ situation. Um, concerned with the future, we were talking about our the these are all professionals. If include the mayor and. Uh, the, and and uh, Hooper is a professional on the um, educational side, educated side in terms of understanding things in a more or, and a more um, uh, well. He's practical, but he's got school smarts, and then you've got Quint, who's practical, but it's got the street smarts, so to speak, the, yeah. the boat smarts, the sea smarts, sea smarts, um, and. The concern of the future, again, I think they may be more about talking about sort of how you can survive this or whatever, you know, knowing where this is going to go, what this, you know, what kinds of things you need to be concerned about because they're going to keep you alive type of thing. Um, I, it's really, it's really weak, I think. Um, the, the mayor is the clearest one, but that's also really much more almost singing in the overall story than it seems to be in Phil's character. Um, issue of openness versus preconception. I think Hooper and Quint, you've got openness and preconception. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the two of them definitely play that, that thematic battle. Um, and uh, the symptom of control, the direction of uncontrolled, um, clearly the uh, uncontrolled, Quint is uncontrolled. I think, Hoop, I think Hooper too, because he wants to do things his way, and, you know, it's like, I, and it causes things to crash, you know, and, and that's kind of, uncontrolled is like frenzied, you know, I think you see a lot of that. Um, Help hinder being the problem, meaning the thing that's driving them. Um, well, they don't get along with each other. No, but I think that if, if, if you look at the way Quint comes in, he's just look, he's just focusing on all these hinderers that you know he's he can help, but. That's not where he's looking at it. It's like I see all this stuff, and you know, and these, all you guys are going to these people going to die. Look at all the, all the negative like, we'll side. Go alone. Right. I mean, it's just he just seems like, and when they when Hooper comes and uh, Brody comes along, he just, like, sees them as a hindrance. You know, not as somebody who's really going to be helping out at all. He's just really mm -hmm. just. Uh, I, again, I, I think <laughs> trying to read too much into it. Um, Unique ability of openness. I don't, uh, except for uh, Hooper, I don't know if I see, because you definitely see that in the second act with Hooper and the 
trying to find what's going on, and they go out on a boat and all that that part and the discussions about the sh about sharks and I think there's a little bit of that, but I think part of the the, the the speech about you know what happened to him in World War II kind of serves the purpose in an impact character kind of way that you know. To, you know, because I've been oh, through this experience and being open about the, these things that he's been very close, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and it's okay. opens it it, 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 sort of, it's sort of saying be a little more open-minded about me because I've been, you know, yes, I'm this way, but that, that there's a reason right. I've had some. Okay. and it's right after that that they all three of them bombed. Yeah, as they sing the song, I want to go home. Right, right at the end. Exactly. Of, well, that's yeah. the end of the relationship. They finally sort of become a team. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just before that's they get that's that's right. Right. just before the finals. Um, and then uh, we've got uh, benchmark. <laughs> uh, benchmark of progress. How things are going. You know. So again, I think this is something where they make. It's weird because I'd say they're making greater and greater progress. And then it kind of like, well, as a relation, as the influence character, I think it's definitely having greater and greater progress toward maybe how effective they are being in terms of as the, as the professionals mentoring the, the, the neophyte or indoctrinating the neophyte. I don't know. That's, that's not really working for me. Um, and then let's very quickly, uh, let's just pop, pop to the relationship through line. So we've got the overall story domain of psychology. Again, I don't see it so much. I mean, there's a little bit of playing mind games with Quint. He does a bit of that, but it's, especially with the singing, you know, he kind of tries to get in, but it's really, yeah. Um, commitment versus responsibility, and I think that's probably the strongest part of the relationship through a line, but it's really weakest. What about him bringing the wine over to the, for the whole wine scene? Does that count as manipulation? Uh, yeah, just trying to loosen things up, and you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I think that I'd, I'd have a hard time really finding a lot, more than one or two points, and that's not, I'd say, it doesn't make a good argument for that. You know, you can always find one instance of, of something, um, finding them consistently throughout this, that the story would be kind of hard. Um, but I think that's where we are. Well, on commitment, as far as the, re the subject of story, um, on the relationship, as between the three of them, there's an argument about getting another boat, going back to the island. Uh, uh, Brody kind of saying, you know, let's give this up right now. Let's not be committed to that and quit going so far as breaking the one thing that would have brought out the extra help. Right. We are committed to this to this job, and it's us and us alone. Well, that's, that's actually responsibility. Uh, between the two of them. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that again. It's kind of weak. Yes. Um, so, if if this was a, a story, <laughs> if it's missing the relationship storyline, would you call this a grand argument story, or would you say this is an incomplete story? I'd say it. I would say it's more of a complete story than an incomplete story. Um, like Green scale in it, not just black or white. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because. 
There's shades of it's I would say we could we, the reason and the reason is to me a broken story is one where you can't even guess what the author's intent was. Okay. That a a successful story is one where you have a pretty good idea of what they were shooting for. Maybe it was didn't all get in the finished work, but if you were tasked with doing it, you could probably fill those in in a way that was completely consistent with what's there mm -hmm. and enhanced with the parts that are missing. That's, to me, when you can't get a story form, that's an incomplete one. Okay. And, and the caveat to that would be, if you can only find one all the way through, I'd say that's where you could still come up with a single story form, but if you can't even really see the other parts of it there, they're just completely missing, then you may not be reading it right. One, when you one, see one, one, one through line. Okay, okay. Right. You know, like if you can say, oh, here's the main, here's the overall story, it's through line, and you look at the other ones, you go, eee, uh, maybe? Okay. I, can't, I can't even see that in there? Then I would say that's no. Or even if I had two, and the other ones really didn't seem to fit. It's really the sense of, in what I see in the story that I can pull out, are these consistent with it? Because very often, you may not have all those other parts, but you know those other, especially in creation, you know, this is when you're thinking about your own work and trying to find the right story form, very often you'll have parts of the story you have not even thought about. But you, so, can, you can look at it and go, yes, this is exactly, these are the things that I want to put in there. They're, they, they're consistent with everything I have, and they fill in the parts that I was anticipating. So theoretically, the difference between the Jaws that we see and then a, another film with the exact same story form but everything is completely filled out, what's the difference in the argument? What's the difference between? Well, I would say, what it's, I would say it's, the argument isn't the problem. The problem is in the, in the, the degree to which an author has ex expressed the argument. But then what, yeah. so what, what does that do to the audiences? It's a resonance issue. Well, I think what it does is that you'll have far more audience members who will be dissatisfied with the. Well, okay. So there's a segment of the population. Wait, okay. There's a lot of people who like incomplete stories that don't tell you everything, and you're supposed to. No, there are. Yeah, there and are. They, yeah. and, they, and they want yeah. to fill in the blanks, even though they really can only fill them in in one way. Because it's so clear what what the other parts are, and there's another type of audience that wants absolutely everything explicitly drawn out for them, and then there's a then there's an audience audiences in between those. But also, too, are there certain segments of the audience that would appreciate a more developed relationship story through line than just? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Does that? I think I think oh, I I think you. Like For an action-adventure story, is this horror the story, then the yeah. relationship through life may not be the most important to its target audience. Is this the complement to Twilight, is what I'm asking? Like, Twilight has no overall story through If it had a time lock on it, then it might. No, that's, no. If it had a time lock on it, it would be a lot closer to a, yeah. Twilight is if if you want to know what it's like what a 
female mental sex story is like, oh, I see. read uh, Twilight. Don't watch the movies. Read it. Because that is like, that is as close as a guy is ever going to get to being what it's like being a 16 or 14 year old girl. And it is, it is a nightmare if you're a very linear thinker. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's like, haven't we been over this territory six times already? <laughs> oh yeah, the male equivalent of it. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, so I think that's it for tonight. Thank you very much. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.